0: Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Oboluski. How are you today, John?
1: Jim, I'm doing good. It's good to be with you. I'm I'm excited about our subject today, uh, how gratitude helps you lead better. And I I don't know if we've ever tied those two together uh on a podcast before i'm not sure maybe we have this is episode 166 so it's it's possible we touched on this but i think i think that gratitude and its impact on our leadership may be undervalued a bit Um, uh you know gratitude and contentment i think are unnatural for most humans um You know, um, being grateful doesn't come automatically for the majority of, of men and women, I I think, and I don't know, I'm not a neuroscientist, obviously. Um, but I I think there's something in our brain or our psyche that is wired to default to complaining and negativity. And, And it just seems easier to see the negative than it does to see the positive, um, it, it, it's interesting to me that the Apostle Paul said these words, I have learned to be content. Yes. Uh, notice he didn't say I was born content. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact.
0: Nobody, nobody is born content.
1: <laughs> none of our four boys were born content. You know, least, yeah. you know <laughs> right. we discovered that early uh, in, in the journey. And uh, and so, you know, one of the greatest leaders in all of history, Christian leaders, to learn. This whole thought process, this whole idea of gratitude. Um, yeah. And so I guess the question I'd really like us to jump into today, Jim, and, and try to address is how does a leader with everything that swirls around them as they lead an organization, how do how do they acquire gratitude? I, I, think, right. I think intellectually, Jim, we can all agree that it's important. Um, yes. How do we get there? And why is right. it? matter. So that's where I'd like us to wrap about today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I agree with you completely developing that discipline or that habit or that that neuron path, that default setting that in case of emergency, break the glass of gratitude is, is very much a key to enjoying and producing and continuing in ministry. Yeah. And leadership in general. So i you got, got, I
1: think two or three steps here that I think would be helpful to us. Here's the first one. Is to find God in every situation.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, as a leader, you find yourself in both good and bad situations, right? Um, and you know, finding God in good situations is a little easier than finding God in the negative uh, situations that pastors have to deal with. It's good to remember, you know, that if if you belong to Him, and hopefully, if you're a pastor, you do belong to Jesus. Yeah, or I'm not sure why you're pastoring. Um. he is with you the money and
0: the fame pretty much
1: yeah Yeah. there you go he he's with you always (laughs) you know and and he never wastes anything in our lives whether it's good or not so good and and so i think how i find god i try to find god in difficult situations jim is asking him god what are you trying to teach me here yeah right what are you up to what do you think about that that thought process, Jim?
0: Yeah, I, I think one of my favorite stories is about a, a kid who walks into the state fair and hears the sound of a chainsaw, goes and has his day doing his thing, comes back, and this guy had been carving on this stump, basically. He comes back and he can clearly see it's Abraham Lincoln, the eyes, the ears, the top hat, and he walks up the artist and he says, you know what, is this the log? Is this the stump I saw you carving or I, I heard you carving on this morning? And the artist said, yes, it is. And he, so here comes the question, how did you do that? And he said, it's easy. I just cut away everything that didn't look like Abraham Lincoln and discovered he was in there the whole time. And I think I think the painful, difficult things are, serve a purpose, right? And, yes. and when we recognize that the hands that are pressing on the clay and molding it, it may be God's hands. I'm not saying the devil is not involved, but God's hands right. are always on the clay. And what's happening is he's forming a faith He's forming a character, he's forming a testimony, and that and that gratitude, even if it's discipline, right? We, we need to be grateful because that's God's treating us like sons, like daughters. Right. We're we're not orphans, you know, we we're we're being molded into the shape of heirs, uh, yeah. and certainly his children. Yeah. And,
1: and and I think that uh that awareness that God is actually with me yeah. in every painful moment of my life. Yeah he's with me. He's not abandoned me. He's not left me alone in my pain. Helps me to, to, to find joy or find gratitude or choose joy, maybe is a better word. And here's how I choose joy in, in, in find God in difficult circumstances is that he is a master of taking pain and turning it into amazing fruit, mm-hmm. amazing yeah. ministry. Jim, the most painful thing that ever happened to me in my life, suffering with suicidal yeah. depression, God has taken that and He has He has used that to propel us into the lives of leaders yeah. in churches to help. And and so, yeah. and so finding God in every situation is part of. Gratitude piece, you know. I think it's James that says, "Count it all joy, brothers, when you suffer trials of many kinds." And I I don't like that verse of scripture really at first glance. But how do you count it joy? How do you how do you give thanks not for the pain, but in the pain? How do you give thanks? I think part of it is we find what God is up to, and maybe we don't find it in the moment. Maybe we find it down the road. But we can be confident that God is involved in every facet of our life. Yeah, and I never think that's where never forsake you, right? And yeah. that's where I think we can find Him and be grateful, even in moments that are difficult.
0: Yeah, you know James continues where he says, "The testing your faith that develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work, so they yeah. can be mature and complete, not lacking anything." So if you were to say to a congregation and say, you know, how many of you guys want, want maturity and abundance? You know, who wouldn't raise their hands? It's okay. How do we get maturity and abundance? Well, mm-hmm. between here and there, there's going to be bumps in the road. And That's your right. ability to not let go of the hand that, that guides you down the road will, will determine whether or not you arrive at maturity and abundance.
1: Yeah. So if you're a leader today and you're going through a hard time, you know, we feel for you. We're, But yeah. we want to encourage you. Try to find Counts God. In yeah. the middle of this, because he's there and he's yeah. up to something. And if you cooperate yeah. with him, you'll be able to look in the rear view mirror of this event and say, Wow, yeah. I don't ever want to go through that again. But I learned so much. And, and God yeah. is using that in a powerful way in my present season. Um, Jim, here's yeah. the second one. We're talking about gratitude. Be grateful for what you have instead of ungrateful for what you don't have.
0: Yeah. Um especially you know, in the today, social media era, right? With all the my words, you know, the the perfect words, uh, the perfect dinners, and the perfect dates, and the you know, well, the snapshot it doesn't look like the movie.
1: You know, I, I'm thankful today, Jim, for legs that can walk. Yeah, yeah, and hands that can write, and eyes that can see, mm. ears that can hear, a brain that still functions. Um, I'm thankful for a roof over my head, food in my belly. A, a car that runs, a wife who loves me, uh, children yeah. who are making something out of their lives, grandbabies who love their papa uh, and grandma, yeah. <laughs> friends like you who are dear to me, yeah. uh, work I love to do, and, and and it goes on and on. And, and Jim, I think yeah. when we focus on what we do have that's good in our life, something switches inside of us. And, and, and it helps us. When we focus on what we don't have, I think happiness and joy seem
0: elusive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a saying that um, comparison breeds uh, unworthy pride or unnecessary pain, and, and neither glorify God. The, the pride and the pain, neither one glorify God when we, when we fall into that trap of comparison. And mm-hmm. so just comparing myself to myself you know, through the grace of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost I'm like, right. it's almost like God's working all things together for our good. And that almost like somebody should write that down. That's a, that's yeah. a good word
1: I maybe yeah. read that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and this takes practice. Yes. Yeah. It, it takes practice. Um, practicing gratefulness helps us to locate joy. Uh, yes. and, and I think, yeah. and I think, That, Jim, what is going on on the inside of us as a leader is impactful to those we lead. I think somehow it gets translated or transferred to them what's happening on the inside of us. And so not only is it helping me individually and helping, you know, people I'm around the most, but man, it really has an influence in the lives of people that God has entrusted us with. Yeah. And, and so, and so this isn't just for your own good. We want it. We want you to be happy and healthy and joyful, and, and, yeah. and work on gratitude. Mm-hmm. But this will have a serious, positive impact on the people you lead.
0: Yeah, and on you, right? I, I just, just to make the day, uh, you know, uh, survivable is the wrong word, but enjoyable. You know, go from survivable right. days to enjoyable days. By taking a moment and recalibrating, refocusing, what yes. you're what you're thinking about, and you know, think of think of things that are true and right and noble and excellent and praiseworthy, and those things will produce gratitude, and that gratitude will become—I I don't mean a rhyme, but the primary attitude of your heart, right—is right, is that 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 focus on Jesus and what He's done for you, not not the world and what it's currently doing to you. You're just you're just better off. You're a better you.
1: That's right. So find God in every situation. Be yeah. grateful for what you do have, instead of ungrateful for what you don't have. Let me give you one more. Uh, focus on what's left, not what's lost.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, I'm not suggesting we deny loss. Uh, yeah. That we, you know we uh, we all suffer loss in varying degrees. In our life, and if you you know, if you've lived long enough, you've experienced a lot of it. loss yeah. of life, of people you love, loss of health, yeah. maybe loss of friendship. um yeah, and and those losses are real and and I think they need to be acknowledged as real. Denial, we're not talking about denial here yeah. uh, because we believe denial is very unhealthy. But yeah, you know, I have to acknowledge, Jim, that even while I'm grieving loss. There still are good things happening in my world too. Yeah, You know, and that, isn't that weird how life is, you know, that you, there can be, there can be parts of your life that are just so fantastic and so wonderful. And at the very same time, there can be parts that are awful and painful. It's not, it's not 100% in either bucket. It seems like yeah. life is a, is a, is a journey of me, straddling those two streams in my life, there's a lot of good things going on oh, in my life. And man, I'm dealing with some pain in my life at the same time as well. What do you yeah. What do you think about that thought process?
0: I, I heard, I think it was, it was a Christian comedian singer guy. And he was talking about how life is a series of ups and downs. He said, Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And his hand went higher and higher, lower, lower. And I, I think that's true. You know, when you... When you love the way we're commanded and, and empowered to love, then loss is, is harder uh, than, than when you you know when, when life has small ebbs and flows in it and uh, betrayal or success or somebody else's victory. I, I mean we feel these things. And I, I think that uh, I, I think the only alternative to not feeling those things is to harden your heart, which doesn't, I mean it seems like an utterly unbiblical conclusion. So we right. do embrace the pain and we, when we mourn with those who mourn and we do embrace the joy and we rejoice with those who rejoice, it's right. just part of being a family, part of being a community and, there, and there's no way around it. I, we well we both live long enough, right. To say, well, just, just do this and you won't feel anything. but uh, well, if you don't feel something, something's really wrong. You're on the verge right. of feeling something terrible and not being able to find your way out. So you've, yeah. you've got to, you've got to take the time to digest the realities of life and, and do it with gratitude seeing God in the midst of it. Those are, those are huge keys.
1: And, and you might have, uh, you might be listening or watching and you've made it this far into the podcast and you might be thinking, well, okay, why does this really matter? Okay. I got the three, you know, I, I get the three yeah. things you can do to get this better in your life to do this better, but why does it matter so much? I, I read an article a while back from a, a, a doctor named Randy Kamen and he, he spelled out some reasons. For practicing gratitude. I'm just going to run through these real quick. We won't unpack them. One, improved physical, emotional, and social well-being. Uh, Greater optimism and happiness. Improved feelings of connection in times of loss or crises. Increased self-esteem, heightened energy levels, strengthened heart immune system, and decreased blood pressure. Um, yeah. Improved emotional intelligence. I love this next one. Expanded capacity for forgiveness. Yeah, hmm. man, that's powerful.
0: Decreased yeah. stress,
1: anxiety, depression, and headaches. Improved self-care. Greater likelihood to exercise. If you're having a hard time getting getting off the couch to exercise, gratefulness will help you. Um, yeah. And heightened spirituality. And 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 so yeah. there is this amazing power with ingratitude, and i think yeah. as a leader it's worth the effort to develop it. it it's almost a skill in a way it's almost this yeah. muscle that we we train will help you lead better lead longer and enjoy it more yes. and uh you know you might be thinking well i've been this way my whole life you know i i'm cranky that's who i am and uh <laughs> you know yeah Paul says in the context, in Philippians 4, he says, I have learned to be content. Yeah. Right, right after that, he says, I can do all things yeah. through him who gives me strength. And, and those words were written in the context of learning how to be grateful and learning how to be content. So I think, Jim, if we bring the effort. God will supply the strength to grow in what I believe is one of the most important character qualities of humankind, but specifically for leaders. Yeah. So, Jim, those are my thoughts today on this. Right subject.
0: On. John. I, I applaud. It's, it's kind of an abbreviated episode, but with the holidays and the week and this all fitting together, I, yeah. I, I just think it's a good, it's a good reminder as we head to dinner. As, as we hang out with family, as the demands of the ministry, as yeah. um, just if, if there's one thing that could be added to our our tackle box to catch more fish, you know, and, and enjoy fishing, it's going to be this. Gratitude un, unlocks. Um, it gets past the pain. It gets past the pressure. It, it, it literally, I heard somebody say, if there's a pill for gratitude, we'd all take it. And there is a pill. It's called the gospel. pill. It's uh, you know, it, it's for the for the joy set before us, man. Let's let's do what we're called to do. So, God bless you. Um, you know, again, we're talking about a new habit, especially like you said, we've been cranky our whole lives. Accountability is going to be huge in this. Tell us a little bit about what you would do. Someone calls us, John. I'm not an optimist. I never have been. I see the faults in everything. Uh, can you help me? How would how would they begin that conversation with you?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it, it would be a conversation with me. It it could be a conversation, probably would be a conversation with one of our teammates as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And uh, we would really, I think we get uber practical with this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. we're we're not going to spend a lot of time unpacking theology with you, although we don't yeah. mind doing that.
0: Sure, um, it's the basis of um, what we're doing. Yeah, but it's right. not. Yeah, it
1: we'll be ultimately practical for you. So we're going to help you and you're not going to do all the work for you. Can I just say that, Jim, you know, we're, you know, we expect uh, our clients to work uh, getting well, getting better. We're not going to do all, uh, if we're working harder than our clients are, something's wrong. Um, And uh, so, but we want to collaborate with you to help you develop this part of your life, because we believe we wouldn't bring it to the podcast if we didn't believe that it was a powerful tool in making your life better and the lives of those around you better. So please reach out to us at convergecoach.com. One of our team members will spend 30 minutes with you and uh, we'll, uh, you know, maybe 30 minutes is enough and and you'll be on a good path. And maybe you'll wanna spend a little bit more time with us and we can talk about what that looks like.
0: Great, thanks, John. God bless you, our dear listeners and watchers. Uh, Man, be grateful for everything God has put in your life today, even if it's it's a chainsaw chipping off the parts that don't look like Jesus. Um, it's, It's a good thing. God is good, and he's doing good things in your life. It's Tuesday you haven't quit. God bless you. Keep going. You are a winner, and we are praying for you, and we're here for you as you continue to lead from the line.